This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We coming to eighth time. Let's get the work in, man. Let's go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Tuesday morning to all of you. Appreciate you. Getting up with us, we are with you till 10 a.m. this morning. My name is Sean Pendergast. His name is Seth Payne. How are you this morning, my friend? I feel fantastic. Yeah. I awake with a uh, a sense of awe at the possibilities that lay in front of us, Sean, with baseball beginning in just a few short weeks, and um, D'Amico Ryan's roundly considered the best coach in the NFL by just about everybody. Everybody who, on this show, for sure. Who, who I haven't um, shouted down in bar rooms. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it is. Let's, it's good times, man. Yeah, it's, uh, this is the perfect time of year where, look, the, um, the Rockets, I've convinced myself that they'll figure it out. They'll, uh, everything will be uh, just fine. Can you this convince is, me? That would be great. <laughs> yeah, Sean, this is just in the dark. Look, we've, uh, we've already come through this with the Astros mm-hmm. where it felt like, oh, my gosh, Nothing, none of this will ever get right. What the hell's going on? And to the point where you ignore some of the young talent that's on the squad. And then um, remember, remember back when Bud Norris was. Remember when we used to worry about what Bud Norris thought of things. Remember, <laughs> I do. Bud, oh boy, I don't know. Bud Norris thinks that they violated one of the unwritten rules of of uh, front office management. Gosh, how are we ever going to recover from that? That's because there was a season where he was their highest paid player. You yeah. know, you, 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 you care about your A-listers, you know, and what they think of things. Yeah. Bud Norris disapproving of John Singleton's contract. <laughs> that was, that was the, yes, yeah. yeah. Who, no, John? you got you to gotta wait until John, John Singleton's getting screwed over, giving him all this money this early. He should, he should wait until he definitely doesn't make it in the majors and doesn't get any contracts Do at you all. you know John yeah. Singleton is still playing? Right, but not no, for no. $25 million no. a year somewhere. No, no, no. Yeah. John Singleton made a good decision to take the $10 million and run. I, that, yeah. that, no question about that. <laughs> so, so, um, so we have not – we've seen reports. In fact, we've discussed these reports on this show and other shows of uh, Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson joining D'Amico Ryan's staff, but we've not seen any official announcement from the team, to my knowledge. I'm usually pretty plugged into these things via well, Twitter and my email. Um, yeah. Do you think they're waiting to complete the entire 
staff before they make a full announcement of things? Yeah, I I think because there's still assistant coaches to be interviewed, hired, fired, all of that. Maybe they are just waiting for all that. I remember when O'Brien took over, it was like a Saturday afternoon. I remember getting all the notifications of basically all the assistant coaches who have been fired. Yeah. And um, I guess, yeah, because maybe it's it's a little bit uh, to announce the hiring – while other guys are still waiting to find out what their fate is, yeah, might be a little gauche. Yeah, people still use that word. <laughs> no, can, you gauche? can absolutely. Yes, gauche. I'm, yes, <laughs> I'm going to bring it back as an insult. <laughs> hey, Ursay, you're gauche. That's right. I <laughs> said it. Gauche. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> that sounds French. What is that? Yes. <laughs> I love the French. Particularly favorite, their wine. My favorite escorts are all French. That's right. Um, Talking about the Ford escort. <laughs> yeah, of course. The, oh, that's a Le Car. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we we should be good at this by now. We've done this three straight off seasons. Like the fact that I'm sitting here going, "What's the process again for announcing a coaching staff?" <laughs> like if anybody should be good at it, it should be us. We do it I all the time. I don't know. I think there's a bit of collective denial. Yeah. About about that. Just like with the. The turf conditions at the Super Bowl. I, I've told you, there's something that people just kind of gen- like. Everybody just forgets about things because they want to forget about it. Yeah, and it's the fact that the turf is bad in the Super Bowl every single year that the, it's a natural surface. Yeah. Um. And and yet every year I see these tweets like, "Oh my gosh, the the grass is bad. How could it be at the Super Bowl?" Yeah. That's how it is every time it's a natural surface. Right. Because because they bring in this fancy grass that they've been growing for two years, so it'll be beautiful for television. Uh. And then some poor turf farmer that probably gives the big NFL the NFL a big discount uh, gets roasted on social media for his turf sucking. Did- Discount eight hundred grand. Yeah. You sent me that tweet. Eight hundred grand for that that treacherous, just joke of a turf they put out there. Um, <laughs> they don't tell the turf farmer it's going to have to hold up to um, two hundred. No, two hundred costumed as sperm <laughs> no, dancers. No, no, dude. And, uh, <laughs> the checklist is how green is it, and yeah. can it accept paint? And then right. then we're good to go. Um, so yeah, we're still waiting on the Texans coaching staff. I was thinking about this yesterday as I was going through the numerous tweets about. The, the hires that we at least been reported and we think are happening here, Bobby Slowick, the OC, and Gerard Johnson. My prediction is that the Gerard Johnson hire is going to lead to, it already has, but I think as the draft steam picks up, the presence of Gerard Johnson as the new quarterback's coach on the staff. Gerard Johnson, of course, the former Aggie quarterback who <clears throat> played, was in the league for a cup of coffee but has really started to make a name for himself, not only as a, as an, as a position coach, in the NFL, lower level position coach, he's going to be the QB coach for the Texans. But he has been a he's been a mainstay on the high school coaching circuit, coaching kids privately, um, the Elite Eleven. And as soon as he got hired, the pictures started surfacing of him, not just pictures, but tweets from him lauding and congratulating and wishing good wishes in championship games to Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Um, Gerard Johnson is going to be the catalyst for a whole lot of rumors. As if people don't already think the Texans are taking a quarterback. This is going to, Gerard Johnson is going to be lighter fluid on that fire, I think. You know what's interesting is that there are some things about the way the Texans are conducting this offseason that, and everybody don't freak out. I'm not making a direct comparison yet, but they're doing some things that have shades of the way the Astros operate. 
and and I'd say like Bobby Slowick getting hired as the offensive coordinator. The guy spent two years at Pro Football Focus after he'd already been in the NFL, so he's got a different perspective on things. That remind look Jeff Luno completely different perspective on things. He was an outsider who came into baseball. James Click started off his baseball career at Baseball Prospectus, super nerdy, and then worked his way in. So I think Slowick has a little bit of that analytical bent and an, an unorthodox bent to him that I like. That's doing things a little bit differently, but in a smart way. Not in a, not in a like, hey, we're going to redefine the paradigms and hire a high school coach to run it all type of way. Um, and then I think likewise with Gerard Johnson, more of a conventional hire, but he has a much different perspective on things because he spent all that time working with high school quarterbacks. So Gerard Johnson worked with, like, through Elite 11s. That's the, the flag football tournaments they do with the high school hot, top prospects. He's worked with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young when they were in high school. Like, he's got all this experience. And what does that give you? It gives you reps. You know, now he's got experience being an NFL player, being an NFL coach, all those things. But a, a lot of what happens at the upper levels in the NFL, this isn't just with coaches. It's with, like, athletic trainers. Um, all these other guys, they're so specialized that they don't actually get that many reps with different people in, in different scenarios. So like an NFL athletic trainer, I remember talking to my friend Tom Colt about this once. He's an athletic trainer. And he went, he left football for a while to work at a clinic. And he said, you know, the one thing I realized was on an NFL team, I'd work on a few ACLs a year max, where now at this clinic, I rehabbed dozens and yeah. dozens of people with ACLs and I learned a lot like I got to get my hands on more people to get more reps so Draw Johnson has worked with a lot of young quarterbacks and seen exactly how to work through things as opposed to an NFL coach who works with quarterbacks every year with a, a few max and really only a couple for an extended period so I I like that a lot I also like that Draw Johnson owns a clothing company called Stately Gentleman he does yes what is it? Um, what kind of clothes have you clicked on it? Have you bought anything? No, I haven't bought anything yet. You're a stately gentleman. To. They yeah. have polos. They have tees. So you got the link right there. Polos, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. tees. Um, the polos are pretty cool. I don't know if he's going to have to give this up or not, or like take his face off of it now that. No, I guess he he was already he was a coach with the Bengals last year. Yeah, and um, Vikings. He didn't yeah, do anything yeah, differently. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like it's, his- it's all one. It's all up there. Too. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he was a coach up north. Yeah, um, yeah. Hats. You know, I don't wear a lot of hats because I'm already too hot as it goes. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, he's got a cute. Oh, there's a picture he's got a cute on here of puppy him dog. On- well, it's probably not even a puppy anymore. Yeah. We'll have to ask him about that. That'll be our big hard-hitting question. What <laughs> happened to the puppy in your website, <laughs> Mr. Puppy Mill? Huh? Stately gentleman puppy dog, huh? huh? How many how many puppies did you kill to make that ad? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to get one of these. These are $75 polos. Hmm. Hmm, okay. Let's I'm going to have to. Okay, that'll be my question at the press conference. Say, Is that a stately gentleman uh, polo you're wearing? Yes. Can I feel the material, please? Yeah. Then I'll go up and I'll, I'll that grab won't be it and weird. feel it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, it's nice stuff. Um, all right, so we're off and running on a, uh, on a Tuesday, 713-572-4610. Got a bunch of stuff to get to on the show today. We still got some crumbs left over from the Super Bowl. We got quarterback talk that we didn't get to yesterday. We're going to get to today. One particular quarterback that we did get to last week, because his charity is a little sketch right now. Oh boy, Russell Wilson. He respond. Uh-oh. He responded to the accusations as only Russell Wilson can respond to accusations. 
by not mentioning the accusations at all. We will discuss. You'll, you'll hear the audio. This is classic Russell Wilson, and that's coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. When I accepted the Vince Lombardi Award of Excellence earlier this year, I told the audience that I dreamed that football would take me as far as I could go, but I never thought I get to impact as many kids, raise millions of dollars, and bring resources to so many. I think back to my dad, and my dad used to always tell me, son, why not you? Now I wake up every day enthused and inspired to impact people's lives. So I challenge you with this thought. Why not you? Why not us? That's Russell Wilson. That was from 2020. When why he not was us? Nominated. It's a great question. It really is. Too bad his charities. Too bad yeah. the balance sheet on his charity is getting far more attention than the message of his foundation these days. Hey, hey, Russell, sorry your dead dad can't give me a pep talk, but you're not as good at it, okay? <laughs> right, right. Stop trying to get clout by citing your dad, okay? You suck at it. <laughs> Russell Wilson in 2020, that was his, that was his the, the end of his video accepting his nomination for the Walter oh. Payton Man of the Year Award that he... He eventually ended up winning that year in 2020. He won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, largely believed to be the, the most prestigious of the awards because it cites off-the-field impact in the NFL. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson has come under a bunch of scrutiny in recent weeks because of a USA Today investigation into the last several Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winners. They, USA Today did an investigation into the finances of the various charities, and it seems like most of them turned up just fine, normal expenditures on things like uh, overhead costs and salaries and stuff like that. But Russell Wilson's did not turn that up. Um, he, he, uh, in 2020 and 2021, only 24 cents on the dollar was going to charity, a, a high cost. So you see, had 76% administrative costs, high administrative costs for a charity is around Usually 30%. Like 10, yeah. Oh yeah. 30% okay. is high. Ten yeah. percent's the gold standard. He was at seventy six cents on the dollar. Um, so this this has been 
with the Super Bowl, it hasn't been the big story that it might be if this were happening in, say, like May or June. But it's been a story, and Russell Wilson uh, did want to uh, respond to the uh, to the the results of this investigation. Here was Russell Wilson in a short video that he posted to his various social media platforms yesterday. I mean, I just got to say something, you know. For our Why Not You Foundation, over the past eight years, we've been so freaking blessed to meet so many amazing people, so many amazing kids along the way, and to be able to also partner with some amazing, amazing brands. And uh, with those partnerships, we've been fortunate to be able to drive over 10 plus millions of dollars uh, for pediatric cancer and to, for education and for hunger prevention and so much more. That Those are the things that haven't really been highlighted and talked about. But I just want to highlight those things right now because because of those direct you know partnerships and relationships, that money going directly to those in need, immediate need. And it's been an amazing journey to see the smiles on so many kids kids' faces and so many people's faces along the way. And I just want to highlight that, those kids, everybody else. And I also want to highlight the fact that we're going to keep learning, we're going to keep growing, we're going to keep getting better, but also, too, we're going to keep serving. And that's what I'm excited about, is for those partnerships, for those relationships, and for me and Sierra to continue to serve, to make a difference. So, why not you? Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Good advice. Why not you? So, the caption to that tweet was, quote, we will always care more about impact than credit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was his response. Now, that was his direct response, as direct as Russell Wilson could be, to the allegations of the balance sheet. And, of course, he mentioned nothing about the investigation at all. We don't need the credit that comes or the, you know, the admiration that comes from actually operating your charity uh, in an above-board fashion. Yes. We we don't need that kind of credit. Uh, To be very clear about this, this is not like Brett Favre where it's just – He's alleged to have done flat-out illegal stuff. Right. Um, where this isn't illegal, it's just – it's very much frowned upon because it's not – It's you're paying – like, they're, they're paying somebody $200,000 to manage his – like, one individual is making $200,000, um, plus another couple people are making another couple hundred thousand yep. total um, to manage this charity, which he's now saying, well, we uh, helped organizations raise money, you know, and we don't necessarily need to raise it for our foundation – to which you reply, like, okay, so exactly what, why did you create this nonprofit necessarily? Yeah. Because you don't have to create a nonprofit to do all those things. To your point, Ryan Tarpley is the name of the CEO for the foundation who also works for Sierra and Russell Wilson's family office. He made more than $200,000 each of the past two years. Executive Director Carly Young earned more than $150,000 annually. And Scott Pickett, the CFO of the foundation, Made sixty grand per year for working part time. Ooh, uh, yeah, part time gig. That's nice if you can get it. a little extra yeah. trickle of cash coming in. Sixty yeah. k. The the whole thing is, I feel like um, I've seen the response from the CEO there also. Yeah. If they gave just a little specificity, I feel like they could nip this in the bud. Yeah. Because if what you're saying is okay, look, we really did. You know, if if Russell is genuinely using these people to you know, coordinate his activities where he's going off to do charitable appearances for companies and everything. I think that makes sense if they can just show, okay, this is how much we actually helped raise from all of this with some specificity. They throw a bunch of money out there. We're like, yeah, we raised $30 million. Like, all right, all right, how? Well, and and it's not, and to the point of, of people who have dug into this, like when he's saying, 
we raise we help raise ten million dollars. Like the, the letter from the executive director that you're referring to says it's thirteen million. Like okay, which 13, is it? Ten or, well, but there's two numbers out there. Russell's yeah. saying ten. They're saying thirteen. Revenue for the foundation in its history is under eight million. So it feels like he's glomming on to some of these associations that he has, which is a little bit shady. The one thing I would say about the the two years that USA Today picked out here is that. It's 2020 and 2021. It's easy enough to say, hey, look, man, that was the pandemic. Donations for everything were way down, right. but we yeah. still have to, you know, we still have to pay our people. That we're retaining kind of thing. our, yeah. If anything, hey, look, we did retain these people that are helping raise all this money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's Russell but Wilson, is, so I don't feel like doing that. The whole part, yeah, that's the whole thing is it's Russell Wilson. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's him. It's the image that he tries to portray and that it always comes off so phony. And then for this to come out, it feels like, okay, yeah, that jives with phony. That jive- this is like me saying, remember, Sean, you know, I've done some work with the American Heart Association. Basically, I've helped raise $300 million uh, over the last couple of years alone. And, and that's why <laughs> I'm paying my wife uh, $200,000 a year because <laughs> she has to, you know, coordinate everything. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. It's- that's what it feels like. That's what it seems mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Only Russell Wilson could do a video that's responding to accusations where he makes zero mention of the accusations. I wonder, so, like, some people, like, like J.J. Watt's always been very careful to, like, painstakingly document where all the money's going. Yeah. Like, with uh, after Harvey, there were people that kept trying to start conspiracy theories about how he was keeping all the money. And, like, he was like, no, it's right there on our website. You can see exactly where everything's gone. And he didn't, and I'm not using this to prop JJ up. I just know this um, because because we've seen it. Like you know, his people, to the contrary, are working on a volunteer basis, which isn't a requirement. I think if you got professional people handling your organization, then so be it. But he had a lot of people, like his mom, doing it absolutely free, yep. like being the administrators for a lot of that. Keeps costs. So, yeah, and that's how a lot of athletes do it. Yep. There are also some athletes who are very much in a entrepreneurial fashion realize hey this is a nice way to pay somebody without having to uh pay as many taxes on it so let's just go up and start a 501c yep and uh and we'll be sure we run everything through that and that's that's, all. that's that's what this looks like with russell wilson god can you imagine if can you imagine if something like that came out about jj like the <laughs> the level of disappointment that's why i was always so glad when people came after him on twitter he was immediately like basically able to plunk down the numbers right there and say listen yeah man, take it somewhere else um, so that would, yeah. the worst thing is, um, as an athlete, sometimes it's not the worst thing, but as an athlete, just because a lot of guys end up doing this, you, know, like you might get asked to go do something and, uh, then you go do it. And then all of a sudden you get a check in the mail <laughs> and you're like, Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. I didn't thank you. But I really, I felt good about myself after I did this. Can I have, but then you, and then you got to go through the rigmarole of redonating it back and everything. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you just donate yeah. it back to the charity? Yeah. 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 Like it, uh, because if you just refuse it and then somebody's putting it in their pocket somewhere, yep. somebody's, somebody somewhere is going to realize like, Hey, they never cashed that check. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, all right. Pain and Pendergast with you on a Tuesday. Um, we, uh, we've got tickets. We've got two sets of rodeo tickets today. Who are we giving away today, Ben? I saw the, uh, is it John party, John party. Okay. We got, uh, in the seven o'clock hour and the nine o'clock hour giving away John party tickets. Hey, a quick reminder too. today's Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday, nine 45, big announcement Reta- re- relating to this show. So nine 45 right. tomorrow, uh, circle it on your calendar. Make a note of that. Um, way too early power rankings. Super Bowl just ended. There's still steam coming off the Super Bowl. It hasn't even gotten cold yet. Uh, 
We've got way too early power rankings and a summary of the offseason in three words. Get your fingers ready to text. We will do that next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, good to be with you on a uh, Tuesday. Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne with you. Um, the uh, ESPN.com, Seth, has their way too early power rankings out for the 2023 NFL football season. Um, the Texans prepare to be disrespected, Seth. What the hell? The Texans. What the hell? The Texans are 32nd in the way-too-early power rankings. Have they not paid attention to how thoroughly we've won the news cycle? Evidently not. It's all no. that matters. No. This is the ESPN, you click-grabbing whores. Yep. What are you, what are you, even, what are you even in this business for? Yep. If you, if you can't claim a victory before any games have actually been paid. Exactly. Played. Yeah. Exactly. Especially when oh, the Cardinals? The coachless Cardinals? Right. Do they still not have a coach? They do oh, not have a coach as of right okay, now. Just yeah. They the not. coachless Cardinals? Right. Somehow, somehow, the Cardinals with um, it, their, their former GM somewhere in seclusion while we try to figure out whether he has health issues or maybe was, was actually the person in a case of mistaken identity with an offensive line coach who got in trouble down in Mexico City. Who nobody, know, nobody knows a damn thing. Nope. Uh, this is a, the Cardinals have snuck in clandestinely as like one of the most whacked out franchises in sports, and yet... It's somehow just is kind of flying under the radar. I do you, do you realize they gave their GM and their head coach six year extensions, got rid of both of them a yeah. year later. At least one stepped away and one is fired, and everybody's just kind of whistling past it. It's weird. Yep. It's really really weird. Yep, it's very strange. Yep. Um. So the thirty second. Damn it. Thirty second. You know what's interesting? Uh, the Cardinals are thirty first. Yeah, that's this. what I was talking. Sorry. Yeah. Because I, I didn't explain that to everybody else. It doesn't have the power rankings in front of them. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um. The Indianapolis Colts are thirtieth. Um. He, you know what's? He, here's what's interesting about that to me is it just goes to show you like there's so many teams that go into a season or go into a period and like an era of football with hope. Like, okay, now we're – and the Texans are about to do that, right? The Texans drafted yeah. D'Amico Ryans. They're going to draft a quarterback probably. And now we're going to go into this period of time where they fortify the roster and maybe you make a swing at it, make a run at things. It, it, it highlights how remarkable this Kansas City run is and is about to be that they're sustaining it. Like, the Colts just a couple of years ago were thought to be, man, if we get a quarterback, we're a dark horse Super Bowl team. And that lasted for – the Phillip Rivers and the Carson Wentz and into this Matt Ryan year, and now it's poof, it's gone. They're a bottom three team in the NFL. Arizona just last year is giving Kyler Murray a $45 million a year extension, and they're feeling they made the Hopkins trade two years ago. They got a young quarterback. J.J. Watt chose to go to Arizona. There's no way J.J. Yeah. Watt would choose to go to this version of the Arizona Cardinals if he were a, a, if he were a free agent, I don't think at least. And it just goes to show you, like, there's the success stories, like the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cincinnati Bengals, teams like that. They get a young quarterback, and, man, now they're humming. Now they're cooking. 
And then there's some that, man, the window closes on you and it slams shut, and now you are one of the worst teams in the NFL. It is. It is. It's almost impossible to envision that things could be any different when you're in the middle of either a hot run or a cold stretch. And I think with the Texans, fans rightfully felt that way for a long time. I think that now all of a sudden it does feel a little bit different. And if you're if you're afraid to turn the corner and think about the possibilities, just look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, where I think the Jaguars can reasonably expect that teams aren't free agents aren't going to be turn their, turning their noses up at them. I don't think the Jaguars are going to have to pay a premium to get free agents to consider them this year. Yeah, and you know with the right moves. They're right at that, that brink where with some of the right moves, they could become a really good team. With some of the wrong moves, they could become a disastrous team. But they didn't feel anywhere close to that last year, even with Trevor Lawrence. Because I think even if you liked Trevor Lawrence, you were thinking like, okay, yeah, but all right, how bad could Urban Meyer really mess one man up? How could he, like, could, could it really be just as simple as maybe Trevor Lawrence was a bust? So that can all turn around very quickly where the Texans would have to make a similar leap to be where the Jaguars is, is okay. You got to get a quarterback. You got to yeah. have somebody is, is Bryce young going to be as encouraging to people potentially as Trevor Lawrence is if the Texans can pull out a, uh, a, a playoff appearance. Cause again, you can say whatever you want about the AFC South. The fact of the matter is on the balance sheet, it says, Oh, playoff appearance. When, when, Free agents are thinking about a team. They're thinking, oh, yeah, they, they just made the playoffs. They're a team on the up, uh, the up and up. And not to mention, yeah, if the AFC South sucks, that's uh, just more receiving yardage for me when we face these bad teams. Yeah, no, that's the, and that last part matters too. Don't t- yeah. Let's not get it twisted. Um, it's, like, uh, it's like being a power hitter going out to play in the old Coors Field or that's something. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you brought up the Jags. The, <laughs> the uh, AFC South is Coors Field. Kind of, for some, you know, for, for certain players. Um the Jags made a huge leap up. You tell me if you think. Do you think the Jags are the tenth best team in football heading into the season? Because that's where they are in these power rankings. No, I think they should be somewhere around the middle of the pack. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I think they're you get a lot of recency bias with that. If you, well, recency bias, but if you're going to go by that, I mean, go by okay. The Lions are two behind them. The Ravens with a better record are behind the Jaguars, um, maybe because of the uncertainty at quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, the Seahawks went nine and eight. Which I think people just flat out don't want to believe. So, Where are they? Yeah, what's that? They're thirteenth behind okay. the Jaguars. Sorry, I'm going to all the teams right behind the Jaguars. Gotcha, gotcha. The Steelers, the Giants. I guess the biggest difference with all those teams is that you just feel like they have the quarterback for the future in Jacksonville for each one of those. And there's still more upside with Trevor Lawrence than a lot oh, of people yeah. might feel there is with Lamar Jackson. I got to ask this question. I, I did a thing for uh, Battle Red Blog. Sent me like five questions yesterday, and I think it's I think my answers to the questions. It's about the Texans off season and. I think it's going to drop today or tomorrow. Um, and one of the questions actually plays into what you and I are talking about here, Seth. The question was, let me find the exact question. Um, the Jags went from last to first. Can you envision any scenario uh, where this happens in Houston? If not, do you see uh, what do you see as the ceiling for the 2023 Texans? And I can certainly envision a scenario where the Texans – get to nine and eight next year. I think nine and eight wins the division again next year, unless the Jags are truly ascending to be one of the best teams in the AFC. And I'm skeptical about that right now. I think they're, I think they're, they're a fun team. It's much better than they used to be. I need to see more before I'm saying that they're a 12 or a 13 win team. And they're competing in that strata with Cincinnati and Buffalo and Kansas city. Um, But I I said, yes. And here were the, the three things that I said, 
need to happen in order for the Texans to make that sort of flip like the Jags did in 2022? One is I think the defense needs to improve to be about a 10th to 15th ranked defense in DVOA. People don't realize they were 22nd last year. I know for most teams that would be cause to just clean house with everything, you know, just sweep everybody out of the organization. But with the Texans, that was probably above expectations for last year. So if they can get in DVOA is the efficiency rating on football outsiders, if they can get to be where they're in the upper half to nearly upper third, um, I think that would be a huge catalyst to make a, a, a big shift this year. That's number I think, one. Um, the, oh, go ahead. No, I got two more, but go ahead. I, we'll no, go, no, we'll no, go one by right. one. No, go ahead. Me... Okay, number two, to your point, whatever rookie quarterback they take has to be a quick study, you know, to where they're at least middle of the pack as a rookie. They don't need to be Joe Burrow, um, but they need to be middle of the pack. And number three, the Jags need to be a little bit phony. <laughs> some of this is Some of this is relying on the Jaguars to – to not be what they were the last two months of the season and in that playoff game against the Chargers. Yeah, um, and they do have some free agents, you know, that they got to re- first they got to first they got to retain and then they need to add on to it because it's never you never just come back the same as you were the year before. Yeah, um, I think that if you want to look for signs of real hope for a turnaround or something, I guess the Colts, the Colts are the best example of that after they lost Peyton Manning because they went two and fourteen and then snapped back with Andrew Luck to go 11 and 5. Yeah. So that that's with an Andrew Luck type prospect but went on to a team that was just awful without Peyton Manning. And always you know they had the the Colts defense was kind of bipolar and that as long as they had a good offense on the other side they'd be okay. Um I think this Texans defense they need more work than the 2012 Colts defense probably did. So uh, if they if they strike on a quarterback and it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, then that means they probably got a hit on a pass rusher for their next one. Except Sean, if they take a pass, okay, yeah, they're they're two years off because they got they got to get a pass rusher. They need a wide receiver. Yeah. they got to figure out what the hell's going on with Brandon Cooks. There's just still more. There's more systemically unstable right now than there was for the 2012 Colts. Uh, they had, yeah, no, they, the te- had a, they had more of a foundation. Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. They, they the Texans need the Texans need to deploy all of that first round draft capital these next couple of years probably before they get there. But who knows? It's not a great division. Um, part of the theme of these power rankings, Seth, is describe the team's off season in three words. You know, so for um, you know for uh, for for the the Chiefs, it's uh, uh, please Patrick Mahomes. Um, the, Is that uh, like please Patrick Mahomes or please Patrick Mahomes? No, no, no. I think or like oh please satisfy him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Oh please him. Yeah, please him. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. are that even? I, I, I'm him? paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. I know. I I I was down on the. I, I was just giving an example. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It was keep Patrick Mahomes happy. Sorry about. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep. Keep I Mahomes gotcha. happy or keep Mahomes happy. Three words. The three words for the Texans: get a quarterback. Does that sum up their offseason in three or fewer words? Get a quarterback. That you know what? It still depends. It just my three would be. It just depends because I don't think it's a hundred percent clear cut that they're going to go after a quarterback in the draft. It's they might just feel like they're not that crazy about C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. They know that they can come by a quarterback via trade, via a later draft pick that works out, or by somebody in next year's draft. So they might just decide to just bolster the roster as much as possible. And by get a quarterback, it might mean, 
you know, a Jimmy Garoppolo or something. So yeah. I don't think it's I, – I think there's a very good chance it's get a quarterback. The problem then is that if the Texans decide flat out, hey, we gots to get us a quarterback, I think then it's just, okay, they draft a quarterback. Then what? There's a lot more to it than – then it just becomes too simple. The story of the offseason can't be like, we got to get a quarterback. And then after the second pick of the draft, you're like, all right, that's it for our offseason, I suppose. Yeah. Had fun. See you in August, everybody. Bye. I, I, I do feel like that's everybody's primary. Now that they've got D'Amico Ryans in the fold, that is, if we were, if we, if we had a series of three word phrases, I feel like get a quarterback would get ranked at the top. If maybe I need to do a pender poll with four three word phrases. You know what, though? Uh, the, I think the league's changing a little bit in that right below get a quarterback in general, I think get a stud wide receiver mm. is, is a big thing. Mm. I think it's a really – I mean, A.J. Brown was a big, big deal. Tyreek Hill obviously was a big, big deal. I don't think you're talking about either of those two quarterbacks, either Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia or Tua down in Miami, you know, if – you're not talking about them the same way if they didn't have those two acquisitions. A hundred percent, yes. You know, so I don't like whether it's Jacoby Myers or some other free agent wide receiver that might end up being the the second biggest story. If you're going to draft, if you're going to draft a rookie quarterback, then by all means go out and get yourself a really good, a really good compliment wide receiver. Trade for him, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, Jacoby Myers is getting some love on these free agency lists. Yeah. He's a top 10 free agent, and uh, this just in, Nick Casario knows him. Um, yeah. T- we, Bill O'Brien. We, oh, if we pried him away from Bill O'Brien, that'd be nice. That would be fun. Um, yeah. yeah, text in your well, Texans offseason in three words. That's a good text topic. To the trailer wheel and frame text page. Trailer wheel and frame. 713-572-4610 if you uh, – you want in on that? I have my response to ESPN in their get a quarterback ranking. Okay, what do you? Got? I modified all of them. Okay, um, and I didn't even need three words. Okay, get lost. <laughs> okay, get some. Yeah, that's me. That's me as the gunner in Full Metal Jacket. Right, you right. Get some. Get, get some. some. There yep. up in the helicopter there. Yep. Um, or just get milk, you babies. Yeah. Okay. Stupid brats. So, Stupid ESPN. Off season in, in three words, and Seth yeah. is responding to all of it in two words. Oh, wait a second. Oh, this is actually DJ Bianamay. It's DJ Bianamay. So oh, you're telling mind. him to get lost and get oh, milk okay. and get Sorry, all these DJ. things. I, wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was talking to some monolithic corporation. <laughs> some, this is actually DJ. Some AI. <laughs> Sorry, DJ. I thought I was talking to a robot. I didn't realize I was talking to a human being that I see at press conferences. I thought this was an AI customer service agent. Uh, now that I realize you're actually a human, I apologize. <laughs> Who I see on a regular basis. But I don't think DJ ranked them 32nd overall. No. DJ, no. DJ would rank them no worse than 31st. That's right. I believe. That's so, right. Uh, no, so I, I retract my get lost, get milk, and get some. That's okay. right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, by the uh, way, my, my, my three words? Yeah. D'Amico is God. G-A-W-D. G-A-W-D. Yeah. yeah. I can tell a lot of people feel, man. D'Amico, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the D'Amico content that's getting cranked up by the team has been a lot of fun. I'm glad he's been amenable to being mic'd up, walking all over the building and whatnot. It's also, remember, though, too, it's not like they're dominating his time or anything. No, they, no, no. Know, he gets mic'd up. It's not like they're following him around doing their version of Hard Knocks or anything. He does a couple things while he's wearing a mic, and then the uh, the little Zoomer editors do their magic, and then boom, there you I go. I think it's just been cool to see things like the first time he walks into his office. Like, that, 
That's yeah. that's neat stuff. Like for someone who doesn't get behind the scenes, that's a, that's kind of a cool thing to see someone walk into the office of their dream job for the first time. Where uh, so many men before him have failed. Is it yeah. like going into the Oval Office? We're like, wow, here I'm sitting with. I'm sitting in the same chair as the uh, the guy that I smeared for the last several months. Maybe for is some. <laughs> is it Seth? Is it like? Is it like? Is it like uh, signing a lease and then walking into your new restaurant that you're about to start for the first time? Ooh. But you're going into a place that's been eight other restaurants in the last fifteen years. It's not a bad. It's in a bad location. Like so that one place, that one location up in Washington that has like a new restaurant every every yeah. six months. Is there something about it? There's a every people who are listening know where I'm talking about. Know what I'm talking about? Like the parking is all off. It just feels weird. It should be a good location. It really should be. And yet restaurants can't make it in that one spot on Washington. I think that. Um, the Texans feel a little bit like that. It, it should be a prime location. Right. It's fourth biggest city in the country. Yeah. It's in football mad Texas. And yet, for whatever reason, they, they haven't quite been able to come up with the hit concept. Yeah. I think D'Amico is the hit concept. Boy. He'd be it's an like outlier the, for sure. You know what, D'Amico? D'Amico, it's going to be like the guy who invented Chinese takeout. Okay. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What the hell? Right. Are you kidding me? Right. I, I had no idea. Right. And all of a sudden, boom. Sweeps the nation. For so long, this was a takeout gruel place. You know what? If we have Chinese food, yeah. I think this might this this might very well could work. Um, yeah, so D'Amico. D'Amico, D'Amico is God. G-A-W-D. Textures in. Uh, Texans offseason in three words to the trailer wheel and frame text page. Don't fear youth. 9847. Don't oh, that's fe- a good one. Don't, don't fear, fear youth. youth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Two, six, is six. that directed at us? Uh, that could be as well. Okay. I, I think it's in response um, to to the request for text, but that could be us. Nine six two two, cut Rex Burkhead. What? <laughs> cut Rex Burkhead. <laughs> text. He a, he's a free agent, isn't he? Oh no, he signed a two year deal. Did he? I don't know. That was uh, yeah. one of the curious Casario ones. Ooh, zero three eight three. Bring Nuke home. Nuke wants money. Nuke wants way too much money. Nuke is getting to that age where you got to question, all right, is he going to age gracefully? Yeah, Nuke also threw a lot of shade at Houston after he left here. I didn't like it. I, I, I got a little tired of him. I, I understood the first few months after he got traded, but when yeah. he's doing it during a season where the Texans are going 4-13 and with David Culley as the head coach, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we get it, bro. You're, at a, you're with a better team. Simmer Plus, down. I think, look, I know um, every time I say this, people respond with like 40 times and everything. Yes, I understand Nico Collins is fast. Um, but he's not like take the top off the defense fast. Right. I think he's a guy whose physicality is going to be his calling card. And I don't, so I don't, you need to compliment him with some speed. So I don't, uh, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is necessarily the right compliment on this team right now for what he's probably going to command. Plus remember, you got to trade for him too. Yep. That's right. Yeah. You do. You do. You got to give something up to get him. All right. Payne and Pendergast with you on a, a Tuesday. Keep sending them in. Texans offseason in three words. It's a good topic. You guys are doing well so far. Oh, good. I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, we'll read some in the next segment. Leftover nuggets from the Super Bowl, including Travis Kelsey, great player, super annoying, the commercial that got everybody annoyed, and was Terry Bradshaw fat-shaming Andy Reid. We've got the audio. We will let you be the judge. That is next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 